a rapid podcast today. Rapid. I like that word in the context of a British accent. Or not the context, but rapid. <laughs> Oi, that car's rapid, man. <laughs> we used to use that word a lot back when I had a British accent. Fun fact, that's a sports car in Grand Theft Auto. Hey, you're right. I remember that. Yeah, I can't remember. It's not the the Viper, and I can't remember which one it is. Was that the Porsche? No. Oh, that it might have com- been the no, no, Porsche. No, no, that was the Comet. Oh, that is the Comet. Anyway, the Cheetah's a Ferrari. I don't want the, to talk about for about yeah. video games anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to the We Are Driven podcast, where we equip you with the tools to succeed in your pursuit of excellence in business, fitness, and cars. This is episode 96, and don't worry, we have nothing special planned for episode 100. But my name is Arun Kumar, and I am the driver, and I'm here with my co-host, Dan LaRue. How are you, Dan? Good morning. I am, uh, for once, feeling good. I don't have my cough today. Knock on some wood. Don't know where it went. Hopefully, it ran away from me, finally. It's had enough. They like to do that. Yeah, I'm I'm praying to God. I'm so tired of it. Scaredy coughs. All right. Before we get started here, just a quick reminder for everybody. If you enjoy the show, then I would appreciate it. And I think Dan would as well. We didn't talk about it ahead of time. Sure but, would. Okay. He would also appreciate it if you shared the show. Tell somebody you know, hey, there's these people out there talking about being driven, being motivated, pursuing excellence. They talk about business, they talk about fitness, they talk about cars. They're all very popular topics right now. And they're covering it in an entertaining and educational way that is good for the soul and making the world a better place. And if you agree with that, then you can help us make the world a better place by sharing the show. With that, Dan, do you have any auto news for us to start with today? Oh, goodness i totally didn't look at today's news uh so let, let's just pull something up real quick and see what comes up yeah that's sloppy uh, <laughs> yeah i totally totally forgot oh this is actually huge news i forgot this was even going on um did you hear that cummins was being sued no what are they being sued for uh well maybe it's not a uh, yeah it's a lawsuit uh apparently that they were selling uh pre-deleted uh, diesels um, <laughs> and uh, they just settled for 1.65 billion dollars damn it for billion yeah so so that that's a monetary quantification of the the destruction to the climate that they supposedly caused yeah <clears throat> bullshit <sighs> yeah that that's I don't know how they can pay that. Without Over that time. company going out of business, like like that's insane. It's a it's a very large company. They do a lot of things. Oh yeah, I, I know they do a lot of stuff, but like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I totally forgot that was going on. That was like headline news a couple weeks ago that there mm. that that was going on. Um, and then uh, yeah, I pulled it up. They're settling already, so they're but they're the, probably they're probably dead to rights. The EPA did stop there. Allegedly, pursuit, allegedly, but clearly not. Yeah, allegedly because <laughs> a friend of mine here got hit like a month ago. Aww. yeah, 
It, right. it, it would. He's. He thinks he has his ducks in a row. So <laughs> good. So, but yeah, they hit. They hit three. They hit three diesel shops in Omaha. Uh, all on the same day, same time. Whoa! Yeah, that's a coordinated effort. It was very coordinated. It oh was. God, it was very interesting. So we'll see how it goes. I, I wish. I wish all three of those shops the best. Yeah, we can start a fund. They're just trying to have some fun, a and they fund. They don't deserve what's coming to them. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we are actually going to postpone the appraisal segment till later in the show because. One of the auctions that we looked at last week has seven, eight minutes minutes, to go. Yeah. seven minutes and 51 seconds left. And we're sitting here trying not to get distracted watching it actually bid up quite a lot in these last few minutes. So. I know. I, w- I was sitting there with like two hours ago. I'm like, this fucking car is not going to go up. Watch. Right. And I was so, like, there's no way this is happening to a room for like the fourth time in a row. Well, so anyways, we'll we'll come back to that later in the show. But yeah. today, we just have a, a simple topic, and it kind of is going to piggyback off of what we just talked about there with Cummins, and it is the opposite, you could say. Um, there is a lot of things, and it comes up frequently in our auto news segment and sometimes in our full-length episode podcast titles or topics that... There's a lot of bad stuff going on in the automotive industry. You know, we're talking about business consolidation and how the private equity firms that own the new companies are not bringing the soul to the industry that it needs. We're talking about regulations being terrible. We're talking about bad drivers. We're talking about bad car engineering and EVs and recalls and all the rest of it. The death of the Dodge Challenger. (laughs) Sad. Um, So sad. So... That being said, it's not all bad out there. No, it's not, really not. not at all. <clears throat> so we wanted to take some time here to talk about some good things happening in the car world that we're calling the positive trends because it's not all bad. I think you guys are really going to love one of my takes because it's it's completely it's wild. Take. It's a, hot, it's a take. hot take that... N- I don't think you'd expect based on other conversations. Okay, I'm curious. We don't yeah. know each other's ahead of time, so we can have some good conversation about this. Right. All right. I have... I'll start. I'll start. When I started modifying cars, I was constantly worried about fitment. I had no idea whether a part was going to fit my car because even the manufacturers of these aftermarket parts had no idea. Yeah, they, they did it on one car without much testing and then just started selling them. Yeah. And nowadays, fitment data for the enthusiast industry is pretty dang good. It's uh, it's over the last like three to five years, it's really started to pick up as far as like being really up to date. And, I, and that has a lot to do with the scanning sessions. That are now available, yeah. like the like the technology for that, is is insane. Yeah, um, and and it's always I think also the advent of easier e-commerce, mm-hmm. and you know we've got some friends that are really big into e-commerce, but yeah. more than that, there is the whole 
Shopify or equivalent type companies out there that basically make it possible to focus only on actually making good products, not just making a good e-commerce experience. Because those companies, unlike a traditional parts manufacturer that goes through big distributors and that whole industry is super entrenched and you've got Summit Racing and Jags and, and Keystone and other companies like that who think and historically have had a monopoly on the market. But now there's so much enablement of e-commerce, you don't even need that middleman. Yeah, it's really like that emergence of like the boutique manufacturers. That's a good way to put it. And that, the boutique um, distributors, which I'll get into in a second. Yeah, and how like these guys started out like just doing stuff out of their garage and they found out like this is the the margin that they need to make and we're going to build up our company through a shipping department and then go from there. So then they never end up having to ever go to a distributor because they've, they've made their product. Then they started with the shipping department to make it flawless and then they grew. So, and they're still making the same margin that they'd be making. So there's no reason to sell to a distributor. Yep. And they have enough reach. Yeah. Like I've seen videos of like motion race works, their mm-hmm. shipping department is insane. <laughs> yeah. Insane. Yeah. And and uh the so Motion Raceworks though is an example. They make their own products, right? But yeah. then they also have they also resell. Yeah, they also distribute. Yeah. So there are some companies also that they don't uh they don't manufacture their own products, but they make kits out of other products. Yeah. And so a good example is is that Driven Underground, the little sub skunk works of Driven Auto Care here that does enthusiast work. We do a lot of Toyota work. And one of the companies that I use a lot for fitment data referencing is yodamafia.com. <laughs> okay. You know, I've been on that website for stuff here at Chrome. Yeah. So they're good. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing the, the right thing. Yeah. I, I've had to look at that website just to figure out fitment on stuff. Yeah. And then they've got the experience. And I love these are companies also where you can call and get somebody on the phone and ask them a bunch of stupid nerdy questions. And it straight up waste their time and, they, and not buy anything. And they'll answer the question. It's wild. But they're also just cool people. Yeah. I remember. But we th- did, that's true enthusiast stuff though we did a we we bought a really obscure lift kit for a a tiguan oh yeah and i had to call in and say hey what kind of wheels fit on this i did i did one of those for a (laughs) renegade once Ooh, yeah yeah it was like a daystar lift kit it was really weird like not something i would daystar it's a lift level brand yeah, it's kind of it's not one you'd typically go to. Okay, I'm. But they they do exist. I'm distracted. Uh, yeah, because it's it's at your number. <laughs> it's at my number. It's at your number. One minute and forty seconds left. Which is oh, good, shit. actually good for you. Like you're you're now in really good position. So that's true. Yeah, I hope uh, it doesn't go too. But much I higher. I told you, dude. I I I was I was with you on this one. Anyways, I, I, anyways. <laughs> Uh, what do you have? 
What do you have for your first hot or not? Maybe you start so, with mild. So my hot take out of all all of the conversations that we have and in, in the problems with America and people, um, I usually divert back to the internet is fucking terrible. But in this case, <laughs> the internet has been really, really awesome for the car world. Hmm. And I say that because over the last few years, I've really seen this growth of community of enthusiasts that are yep. connecting in ways that I never thought they ever would, whether it be Facebook groups or in this new one that I found is a Discord channel specifically for my car's platform. And the information that's exchanged in those servers and in those groups is mind boggling. It's deep. Yeah, Very it's deep, deep. stuff. It, 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 it's a non-toxic community. These people are yep. like sharing knowledge. Like in this Discord channel, they have competing companies in that Discord that are conversating with each other. So yeah. like even even competitors are are you know trying to get into the, the trenches and talk about it and, and, and you know and do it's better. Regulated. Yeah, it, it, which is awesome. Yeah, it, it, it's unregulated. Customers are talking to each other. It, and sure, there's some banter back and forth, but it it's it's constructive. Yeah. Well, and there's some if there is truly destructive conversation, these groups are very self policing. Yeah. Like get the fuck out of here with your your madness. Pretty much. Basically. Yeah. It, it's very you know. Hey, this person scammed me on PayPal. Yep. Get them out of the group. You know. It, yeah, we it, had one of those actually. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. it's it's this really cool community I've seen grow from when I was joining Facebook groups. Yep. You know where there are a couple thousand now. I think like some of these coyote pages are like way into the tens of thousands of members, <laughs> and it's just it's insane, and it's where I learned a bunch of my stuff. And like now, Omaha really doesn't have a huge Audi European presence. So like to try and share that information with someone who's got the same car as you is really difficult. Like I, right, I only right, know right, one right. other person that has a B nine and a half S four in town, and it's the guy who did my LASIK. So it, that's funny. Yeah, dude, literally identical <laughs> car. Other than he <laughs> has he has red seats in his. So not identical at all, actually. Well, I mean, B9 and a half S4, black <laughs> optics package, and quantum gray. It's identical if you look <laughs> at it from the outside. All right, all right, all right. So, so actually, um, I tried to buy his car. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so, um, so and I'll, I'll actually shout out a couple of cool Facebook groups. If you're bored, if you're bored and you want something to do, you know, when you're on an airplane waiting to take off and you got nothing to do, this is one of those really good things to scroll through for entertainment. So tomorrow, um, my 10-hour car ride, got it. Yep. Okay. So join the Mileage Impossible Facebook group. Mileage, okay. You'll see a whole bunch of random cars with 600,000 miles on them. Super cool. Oh, it's one of those. It's, it's a one leaderboard of those, yeah. thing. Okay, got yeah. it. And then the other one that I like is the Low Miles, No Miles group. <laughs> And there you go. Oh, that's a good one too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, you know, what's so cool is we have a lot of customers and delivery drivers even here that have really high mile cars. And every time one of them comes in and we see the odometer, I just point it out to everybody that I can find. We had a Camry 
in here recently for a couple of things that had like 384,000 miles on it. Right. And I was just like, hey guys, look at this, look at this. The holy shit, just like a random little sleeper Camry, just tons of miles and they just, you know. And and so, and then on the other end, it's, you know, this thing is from 2001 and it has 12 miles on it. And we kind of talk shit about those cars sometimes, but when you see the owners and how proud they are of them and of the story of them and the, the delivery experience that they had. And they bought them knowing they were never going to drive. Yeah, them. I would be proud too. <laughs> so. As much as it sucks from the perspective of us who like driving, it's, it's kind of cool to hear the stories and it'll be, you know, my grandpa had this, he, he, you know, and now the, the grandson's got it. And so the grandpa, you know, used it on the farm for a couple of years and then he broke his ankle and he stopped driving but he parked this right in front of his house under the carport and there it sat where he could admire it from the front window. For <laughs> right. Right. I love that. Yeah. The, the high mileage one definitely would be interesting to watch. I can imagine lots of Toyotas in power there's a strokes, lot of Toyotas, older power strokes, in diesel trucks. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a, there's a few million miles, six, seven power strokes out there though. I believe that. Yeah. So, I mean, I love, I was talking with it, we had our driven network weekly call this morning hey if you want to join the driven network and get on a weekly call just to banter with other driven people from all over the country wednesday mornings we have this call it's great and this morning we were talking about the six speed transmission that goes in the 2011 to 2016 power strokes and how bulletproof it is I didn't even know they got one. They're awesome. Yeah, I'm going to have to check them out. That's what I got. Yeah. And Andy and I were going back and forth about how strong they are and how great they are. And he's gone through several F-250s and F-350s from that generation. Yeah. It's the last best power stroke. (laughs) Yeah, the the low mileage one's got to be interesting because almost all modern cars now come with like a minimum of 50. Yeah, but it, it'll it's it's you know some of them have three thousand miles on them. But You're right. Yeah, it's not the actually... old. It's the older stuff you'd want to see. Yep. Like, yeah, a 1969 Camaro with three miles on the odometer oh. is like, <laughs> geez, put that fucking thing in the museum. Yeah, now that one probably is in a museum. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. All right, and and the last one I'll shout out because it's entertaining is the Passat W8. Facebook group is hilarious because it's basically, hey, does anybody have one of these parts laying around? What is it like? Two hundred fifty people in that group? Like there no, can't be it's that like many. A thousand. Like, <laughs> okay, from all so, over the world. There's oh, oh, it's worldly. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Fair enough. But it's so funny because it's like, hey, this part got discontinued ten years ago. Does anybody yeah. have one? For <laughs> right. Parted like, out one in the driveway. I, I know it from an American build standpoint. Like, there's a, only a few thousand ever. So. Yeah. All right. So, how about before we get into the next, uh, the next pair of hot takes, we can talk about the auctions. You did it. <clears throat> I'm proud of myself. <sighs> you did it. <laughs> okay. So, the the Corvette Z06 commemorative edition that I got last week just finished at thirty eight thousand. My guess was thirty six thousand, so I was off by five percent. Yay. Dan had the AutoZam AZ1. He guessed 21,000 and went for 25, so off by 16%. I'm catching up. 
Yeah. Time for redemption. Yeah. And I, I was in the ballpark. I, yeah, I knew were, it was I knew it wasn't gonna go to 30, but you know, 25 is probably good for that car. Yeah. And it was very well presented. Yeah, it was one of those cars where it could have stayed where it was, but it also could have went higher like it did. It yeah. was just kind of in a strange place. Right. Um okay. Uh this week, I, I basically told you over text before we started, I'm giving you really low dollar cars with no comps until I win. <laughs> well, good I'm news being... is I gave you a low dollar car that has comps, <clears throat> kind of. All right. Well, I want to, I'm, I'm excited to share this one with you. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. I'm giving you a 1995 Nissan March. Current bid one thousand six hundred and sixty six dollars with Jesus a one hour left. Right, dude. <laughs> so has anyone bid a, on this in the last day? <laughs> yeah. This is a it's a JDM import, one liter four cylinder, four speed automatic. It's in a greenish silver color with gray Where's interior. Thirteen inch wheels, front disc brakes. An oil change, freshly done, 54,000 miles in the random place in Texas. Can this and thing one, even do 75 miles an hour with a one liter? Not. Probably not. Um, what The speedometer goes up to 180 kilometers an hour. Kilometers. I don't know what that is in American. Uh, you mean freedom units? <laughs> yeah, sorry, freedom units. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, 120 is 72 or something like that. Or 76. There ain't no way that car does 112. <laughs> no way. Um, okay, and then just one more thing that is important to note on this one because it is such a low dollar amount. I will give you this additional information. This is being sold by a dealer that is going to impose a $750 document fee. That's steep, first of all. <laughs> But this is so base model, they've put on the listing detail list bullet point here at the top that it has a rear window wiper. I just... Uh, wow. Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm okay with giving you this one. Yeah, because it's the only one that's ever been sold on Bring a Trailer. Ever. <laughs> like I said, no comps, low dollar. <laughs> well, I take that back. 1989 March Super Turbo sold once. That sounds fancy. It actually went for money. 18 grand. The document fee will only be paid by somebody in Texas if it's sold to a buyer in Texas. Well, that makes sense. Um. Okay. I... I you're welcome. <laughs> Dude, I didn't no one's been on this in the last day. Well, uh I 1750 uh, in 99 Wait. cents? I don't know. <laughs> That's not very much movement from where it is right now. I don't think it will. I bet it goes for 6 grand. <laughs> Dude, if this thing goes for six grand, I'm gonna be so grumpy. 
I don't. <laughs> it's, a, I, it's an entertaining one. The sure. problem is, if I go, okay, yeah, it's gonna sell for three grand, and then it doesn't move, I'm, yeah. I'm fucked. Yeah, if I say seventeen fifty and it sells for three grand, I'm still fucked. But you're less well, fucked. You're I, half as fucked. Actually, I just <laughs> you're being smart about it. Yeah, I just don't. I'm not. <laughs> I yeah. Uh, huh? Is that your final answer? Uh, yeah, I I'm not. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I I don't know why anyone would buy this <laughs> <laughs> because it's to, a little. To be Japanese. honest with you, the guy the guy who made a bid last night at ten thirty <laughs> is probably going to be the winner. <laughs> he probably just be like, oh no! He, I think he I think that was a troll bid that he's just going to end up getting it with. Like, I, <laughs> it's just it's wow. I gotta, I gotta ask myself how much am I willing to win this but here, competition here's with the, you? Here's the would problem I be with willing this. to spend four grand. <laughs> here, here's the problem with this listing and why I don't think it goes any higher. It's literally going to cost just about the same thing as is what its current bid is at to ship it anywhere or more. Yeah. It might be more expensive to ship that car than what it's worth. But so it's going to take someone who's local and in Texas that might want this. The the thing is, though, it is 54,000 miles and somebody wouldn't mind buying it and then just driving it wherever. Yeah, well, I, I would at that price, but like, it's just there's no reason to do it. <laughs> Money like, well wasted. <laughs> like I'm not gonna spend as much in shipping as what the car is worth, you know. Right. And, and I think other people who bid on these sites will understand that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Anyway, um, I didn't give you that low of a dollar car, <laughs> but it's low. Uh, what do you got? This, this is one of the most iconic cars ever, and it's I mean a Pontiac Tojin. It's not the Tojin. Oh damn. Uh, one of the most iconic cars ever. It really goes unsung. Uh, it's kind of making a comeback uh, with Garrett Mitchell, Cleus McFarlane. Uh, it's not the good body year, but it is a 1995. This is a pretty low dollar car, I gotta Ford say. Ford Crown yep. Victoria LX. Yep. 13,000 oh, miles. God. It's purple and it is clean. It's one of the freaking ugly ones. I could too. see this car being driven by in a room kumar to be honest with you why do you say that i'm kind of offended by that i just think that this is a car that you would you'd be comfortable in i don't know why (sighs) located in uh westford pennsylvania thirteen thousand miles out of a 4.6 liter v8 you know the color is actually kind of cool that's what i was saying it's got that you know that little lighter purple pinstripe on it pink whatever color that is um, it looks so brand new. It, dude, it looks immaculate. new. Yeah. Comes with the window sticker, so you can pretend it's brand new. <laughs> but yeah, I would say this is one of the most unsung, iconic cars in America. They were everywhere from cop cars to taxis to everyday commuters to executives. These things were everywhere. I think it does... Eleven five. Okay, all right. I'm cool with that. I think I think you're in the ballpark there. The comps, Pro- the comps are are. Uh, it's higher than what it probably actually should be now. 
kind of. What do you mean? Well, I mean, looking at like a 97 and a 2002 that sold recently, they're in that nine grand ballpark already. But they have higher miles. Yeah, they do have there's higher a, miles. There's but a the one, in, one in April yep. sold at 11.2. But that was a 90. There's a 95, 17,000 in April for 11. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 11, that's five. I I that's why I'm with you. I think it's in that 10 10 to 11 grand range. All right. That's a I like I like your choice. That's a cool one. It's like yeah, I was, you know, I I was struggling like trying to find something today because like I wanted something that was a little different, but something that wasn't going to completely just screw you over. Because <laughs> there's a couple cars I'm like, oh, I should pick that. Like I think I saw an H1 Hummer, and I'm like, yeah, no, that that's a fine one. I'm sure there's a lot of comps, but I think he was very aftermarket. That's fine. Those yeah. don't do very well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the crown, the crown. I you know just an iconic car for me. I would drive the shit out of this. The thing is cool. It's got the mud flaps and everything. It does. I like the mud flaps. All right. I also, I've realized that I think I'm a Ford guy. You think you're a closet Ford guy? <laughs> well, I'm not. I mean, I have a Suburban, but I'm selling the Suburban, and I have bought and sold an Explorer recently, and I liked the Explorer more. I loved my Explorer. And I have an F-250. I've had two F-250s. I've had an F-150. I have a Fusion right now. I like the fusion. So I think I'm a Ford guy. I hate, I hate the new Chevys. We've talked about that before. Me Absolutely too. despise any new Chevy with the stupid buttons on the back of the steering wheel. I hate yeah, those buttons. I agree. The infotainment systems, garbage, no power, terrible engines. Need I say more? Yeah. Anyway, what other positive things are happening in the car world? Nissan CVTs. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you. That was funny. Yes. (laughs) It's positive for repair shops. Yeah, for you. Yeah. (laughs) Not for Um, any owner of one. So this is a this is kind of similar to the one you just said about the internet, but it's not about community. It's about art. Mm -hmm. Creators on Instagram especially, and YouTube. I would say inspired by people like Crispy Media or Washness Media. Those are two guys who have been around the car photography and video world for probably a decade at this point. They're both young guys. They're both into old Subaru wagons on opposite sides of the country. And they kind of started what I would call the artistic car video movement that exists today where you've got a bunch of really 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 talented creators out there shooting amazing content yeah beautiful cars and and i get exactly where you're coming from because in the later days of me having my mustang i was starting to dive into that rabbit hole of of like i'm gonna do an artistic wrap with a wild color and trim on it i'm gonna have these really crazy photos of it taken you know i did you do all that yeah Oh yeah. Oh, I've got a whole fo- uh, yeah, I've got a whole folder of stuff that I've done. I want to um, see this wrap with a couple of photographers in town. Um Okay. Cool. But yeah, no, I, I I that was one of my things is like I wanted to start being different. I didn't want to just be, you know, the white Mustang that had some sponsored logo stuff on it. I wanted to just make it wild. Yeah. 
and when I sent it to the wrap shop, I just told them, I was like, these are the colors I want. I, your choice. Make it work. Don't <laughs> care. And then I left it there over winter and came back in the spring, and I was like, holy shit, this thing is sweet. You left it there for a long time. <laughs> oh, I mean, storing it at a wrap shop. Free I don't storage. Give a shit. I, yeah, it's a free storage, you know. Damn, they got you. They got they get, or you got them. I got them, yeah. <laughs> it was perfect for me. Uh, park my truck in the garage for an entire winter. It was awesome. There you go. <laughs> that's uh that's cool. I yeah. want to see some of those photos. Yeah, I'll uh and, I'll get them sent over to you. Yeah. I, I'm surprised you haven't seen them. They're no, no I haven't. But yeah, okay, they're... so I, I think I'll I'll give one more shout out. This dude very, very, very talented, and he's a bit newer, I think. Because as far mm-hmm. as my own presence in the automotive community, tracking people coming on, uh, Noah, no, no, I think is his name. Noah, N O N O, and um, he starts. He makes TikToks and Instagram reels, very short clips. Uh, but he he will essentially. I don't know if it's faked or not, but he'll walk up to somebody in. Oh, this guy made the most killer. <laughs> Ford Mustang uh, video, and yep. I'm surprised it's not his top video. Like, it was insane. I he know, makes, yeah. So, the thing that he does that very, very few have captured in the way that he does it is the sound of cars. This, the sound is nuts, yeah. He's and I, fucking amazing with I, that. I, th- that video he did of that 1966 GT350 should be a Ford commercial. Yeah. Uh, like it was so good. Like all of these are commercial level videos. Like I, yep. I, I know who you're talking about now. It's, yeah. it's insane. And, and so for those who who need a little more memory jogging, he is the guy that will fake or not walk up to a car owner in a gas station and say, "Hey, cool car, man. Can I film you in it?" And they go, "Oh, sure." And then he films and he shows a couple clips of him doing shooting, and then he just drops this stupid good, like. 20 second video and they're I, so good every single I think, one of them i think it probably started as a genuine thing for him doing that yeah uh, it might now, still be it still might be in some cases but i would guess kind of like the daniel max stuff that's what i was gonna it, go it, it kind of yeah. it kind of gets the feeling of like it might be a little staged you yeah. know yeah but okay, so that was my second positive trend is creators are getting really freaking good. Yeah, this guy is phenomenal. I, <laughs> I even commented on that video and I don't comment on shit. And I tagged Ford and I was like, dude, you guys got to use this. You don't comment on shit, but you got featured a, a while ago and saying that it horsepower, a thousand horsepower oh, yeah. daily driver. That guy's really cool. Like, I, I, I'm in a Discord with him. Like, you know, I chat with him every now and then. So it's a thing now. Yeah, he, he's a cool, he's a cool guy. It's yeah. just, you know, we were just shit talking each other. <laughs> um, my second point still is kind of related to the internet. Um, okay. I think that a, a, a positive trend that's been happening um, is that these parts manufacturers and engine tuners, especially off the shelf tuners, um, some local. In some cases, depending on your city, like like here especially, with this point I'm going to make, they're starting to be held more accountable to their actions um, because of the internet. You know, if an off-the-shelf tuner is out there and there's some high proof that they're blowing up engines, 
the masses are banding together and saying, hey, this is the data we have from this specific company. They need to fix it or don't buy it. And I've seen that a couple of times over the last year with a couple of different companies. And I think it's good for the public because these companies are being held accountable to a level where like they have to make sure that that product isn't going to financially break a customer. Yeah. 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 So they have to be better right off the get go. And also they're being held at such an accountable level. They're able to make really awesome refined adjustments because like true, they got beta feedback. testers everywhere, you know? Feedback, yeah. Yeah. The, the feedback level is nuts. Yeah. Um, and I, I've been seeing that a lot more, especially at a local level of of companies that are just like, hey, these guys are doing a great job. You need to send them your, their business. Or these guys, yeah, there's some issues here of timeframes not working. And, and so I think there's just a level of of accountability that's much higher today than it ever has been. At least it in my is- opinion. It is probably delayed compared to other consumer-based industries to say that there is more of a democratic process with with the consumer community coming together to review positively or negatively brands and products. Right. Yeah, because there are clear-cut across all platforms. Stay away from and go to it. Yep. Yep. Which is... Forums. Even even this morning, uh, I was doing research for a customer. He wants to put a CBT cooler on his Subaru Crosstrek, and they've started putting CBT coolers on the new Crosstreks. Yep. He's got an older one, and he wants to do this. Um, and so we were we were talking about that yesterday, and now I'm doing some research for him, figuring out what parts to buy and how long it's going to take us and what it's going to cost him. And, when can we get it done? <laughs> yeah, basically the full list. But uh, it's it's amazing, you know. Even on those forums, you got people who are just so eager to share all the information from their beta testing. Yeah, all the experiences they've here's had. a write awesome. up that's better than what the company that manufactures oh, this yeah. part gave you. You know, yeah. and they've got these multi page write ups of it, and, and it's and just... no compensation for it. No, it's zero. Just, it's just out of the love of the game. Right. And then, then you see the company getting shit on for their installation write-up. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, the next product they have looks similar to the guy who wrote the write-up. <laughs> you know? There might be it, some it, compensation there. Yeah, right. And, and that's my point is like these companies get better from this. Like it makes right. our industry better. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That is definitely a positive trend. They don't. They don't make any new parts for W8 Passats anymore. Unfortunately, does not surprise me. No tuners <laughs> are out there saying, "I got another ten horsepower out of your." Yeah, that, that's a custom HP tuner with a guy with a laptop, you know. But and even still, you're not getting jack out of it. <laughs> I would be shocked. They're not exactly. I don't think anybody's ever put a turbo on one or anything like that. So sounds no like you, you should be the first. Let's get there's, you a fabricator and a turbo. There's no room in the car <laughs> that engine that engine is too big for that engine bay and it makes everything very hard dude they just on. cut a hole in the hood and just hang it off the top you dude. know how many times i've had that hood resprayed it's kind of sad actually buy a second one we'll find one well i'm already on my second one all right fine i'll find you a third one 
Thank you. Sounds like sounds like we're turboing the W eight guys. Sounds like I have a lot of excuses, and I'm, <laughs> you're not done. You're not done hurdling them all yet. Do you think of the think of the YouTube content? Terrible. I wonder what I no. wonder what it would sound like. It's me versus Tavares's flooded P one, and you think me with my turbo W eight is gonna win? <laughs> I wonder what it would sound like. It would sound hey, like a turbo eight hey, cylinder car. I'm just saying the Cummins S550 really took off on the internet. You never know. Damn. Well, but now uh, it turns out that was probably a pre-deleted. <laughs> yeah, it might have been a pre-deleted <laughs> Cummins. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. Yeah. I had I had a customer this morning. He had a he has got an 07 Duramax, and it has like seventy thousand miles on it or something. <gasps> And it's like a hundred thousand dollar truck, and I was like, "Dude, you could if you sold that, you could get so much money for it." This no is just, he's, a, he's a retired guy. He's he's thinking about downsizing. He has a Boxster in his wife's car in that truck, and it's really bury me of, in it. Nobody gets this truck. No, I think he's he didn't. I I think I enlightened him to how much it's worth. It's probably worth what he paid for it. <laughs> uh yeah, pre def. You probably paid like 60, 65 grand for that right now. I don't even think it would be that much. It's a it's a lower trim level. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Fifties then. Yeah. But, yeah. Back when trucks well, are okay. reasonable. He, he probably won't get fifty grand for it. But he'll uh, dude, I think you'd 30, be surprised. Thirty eight, maybe. Tell him the list and I'll bring a trailer so we can guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh all right. Do you have anything else? Positive trends? Anything else we want to cover? No, I think uh, I think the positive trends are, are are really coming from the internet on this, which is <laughs> painful for me to say. <laughs> ironically, um, I, I shit on it, but I'm telling you, I think it, it does provide some good to the hobby, to our hobby at least, um, in many different ways. And yeah, I I just think societally it's terrible, <laughs> right. Right for the 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 tools for the masses are different. Yeah, the tools it, for. It, I kind of look at it as is, it we at, at for our hobby we actually use it as a tool as it was intended. Yeah, yeah. The internet, in my opinion, mean, the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, internet, for your little yeah. Bit thank, of value thank you. you this is the one the one time I'm going to allow myself to say I like it. <laughs> Nah, you've said it before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Seldomly. Seldomly. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's all we got for today. Do you uh, uh do you know I don't know what I'm trying to say. Where can people find you on the internet? Where um you, you can, where you don't want to be. Yeah, where where I'm like, hiding on the internet. Uh yeah. <laughs> Facebook and uh, LinkedIn, I'm Dan LaRue. And Instagram, I'm Dan underscore LaRue. And I am Arun D. Kumar on instagram and arun kumar on facebook and linkedin and you probably found this podcast through one of those platforms if you're new here through me sharing it or some lovely existing listener told you about the podcast in which case please write into one of us tell us who sent you and then we'll send both of you some cool stuff heck yeah cool stuff heck yeah cool stuff is available for us to send so let us know. And if you want to further engage with the Driven community, we have the Discord server that I mentioned before where we have a weekly call. We 
congregate on a daily basis and discuss in a variety of different topic-centered chat rooms about the pursuit of excellence in business, fitness, and cars, and anything else that our community wants to talk about. And then we also have the Driven Diary YouTube channel where I'm documenting the early stage life and struggles and successes of entrepreneurship because I think it's an under-documented segment of the business world and I'm trying to educate people as I learn myself. So go check out Driven Diary on YouTube. And that is all we got for today. So we appreciate you listening. This has been Arun and Dan. And until next time, stay driven.